0: Welcome to the Good With Money, Smug Money podcast, a podcast that teaches you how to be good with your cash and where we speak to investment managers who tell us how they're being good with your cash. My name is Jen Gale and today we're joined by George Latham from Web Asset Management sharing some great information about the questions we should be asking to avoid being greenwashed when we're looking to make sustainable and ethical investments. Hello, George. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Jen. Hi.
0: Great to have you here. Now, can you introduce yourself and what you do at Web?
1: Um, Yes, I'm George Latham. I'm the managing partner of Web Asset Management. Um, and so I run the business uh, overall, um, and, um, and I, but I'm one of three partners uh, in, in in this in this organisation, and um, we are a, um, uh, we're a, a we're we're a specialist boutique fund management business. Uh, we um, we are focused uh, entirely around sustainable investing. Um, we've got a 15 year track record in in, in running our. Investment strategy, which is focused on investing in companies which are actively solving sustainability challenges. So we're only interested in companies where the product or service that they make or they sell is creating a social or environmental good. They're helping to solve global challenges and have a positive impact on the world around us. And we do that because we think it leads us to companies and uh, that are operating in naturally fast growing markets because the, these are the products and services we need more of
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in that transition to a lower carbon, more sustainable world, uh, which is what we need to see happen uh, over the coming decades.
0: Definitely. And so you said you guys have been around for 15 years. I, I imagine that in that time you've seen some quite dramatic shifts in the number of organizations available to invest in and the profits that they're making and all that sort of thing. It must have been quite. Um, an interesting journey.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, so 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 the the strategy has been around 15 years, um, nearly not quite, but it's on the way to 15 years. I think it's the end of this year that we would call it a 15 year track record. Mm-hmm. Not always at Web. We came to Web and launched it at Web. Um, uh, so Web has been in in its current form since uh, 2012. So it was, it's, it's so 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 um, the, this strategy has been here at Web for seven years, or getting on for you know, seven and a half years mm-hmm. now. Um, and but over yes over the long term since we've been running the strategy um, yeah we we've run it in different political um, environments with different uh, you know political parties yeah. at the helm in, in the U S in Europe and and, and, uh, and all of that so so we've seen uh, the policy agenda move on uh, we've seen the sort of global policy agenda uh, change very uh, so, so dramatically over time and we've seen the way that companies. Um, react to that. So, so there's been a sort of steady march. I think of of, of companies that are, are seeing um, the transition to a lower carbon, more sustainable uh, economy as a as a business opportunity. Yeah. that has been a steady march over the um, over over all of that period, really, over all of the last sort of fifteen years or so. Um, and um, uh, but but particularly over the last three or four years. Uh, there's been a real step change i think in the um in the way that both companies uh, uh politicians and consumers uh, are, are engaging in the pop- uh, with the challenges that we face
0: yeah. Um,
1: and, uh, yeah, could, yeah sorry
0: so have you seen alongside that sort of demand and um, not demand almost that supply i guess of um companies doing these positive impact things have you seen In my head and in my social media echo chamber, you know, everybody's interested in what they can do to um, take climate action and things. And obviously moving our money is a really big thing. Have you have you sort of really seen that take off in the last couple of years?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, again, that's been a sort of fairly steady increase. I think back to when we first designed the strategy in the early 2000s, um, and, um, and we set up then, when we when we originally sort of set up our investable universe, I think we had 350 companies, mm-hmm. so that we we found in the early days um, that met this sort of definition of being solutions to sustainability challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has steadily grown. as uh, Along the way, we've made it more difficult. We've made the criteria tougher, if mm-hmm. you like, to, harder and harder to get into our investable universe. We sort of look for more liquid companies, companies that are more easily accessible. And also, um, uh, you know, we, we sort of tightened our understanding of what we mean by investing in solutions. Um, and, and, and despite that sort of bar getting ever higher uh, to get into the universe of opportunity set, um, we, we currently have a universe that's about 900 companies globally. that we that that sits within our database um so uh, so yes a steady increase in the opportunity set in the investable universes over that time period
0: so you guys are fund managers yeah for those of us who aren't kind of familiar with the um financial word particularly explain to us what that means
1: so we run an investment product um we don't advise anyone on on how they should invest so we Mm -hmm. we we manufacture if you like a product we make a we, we, we run an investment fund, which is a uh, what's called a pooled fund. So we have lots of uh, investors' um, uh, savings of all different types of investors uh, in together in the same in the same fund, uh, which is a uh, uh, which is which is called the FP Web Sustainability Fund. Uh, we run that fund, which is uh, accessible to uh, the general public alongside other investors. Uh, so, professional investors and wealth managers and financial advisors, mm-hmm. um, and we also run some separate accounts for which are dedicated for uh, for for some uh, particular institutional investors. So, for example, we run a, a fund for Australian investors with a with a joint venture partner in that market. There. Oh,
0: okay. So, um, as as that,
1: sorry, I was just going. To, I mean, it, it means that we only. You know, it's kind of it, it, oftentimes it's it's advisors uh, and wealth managers who guide their clients. Um, to our fund as part mm. of a, their, their overall savings plan, but we're also then available on Margarita Lansdown and and, uh, and HFL and some of the sort of platforms that are available to consumers to,
0: okay. to use yep. directly. So I could come to you with a pot of money and give it to you to invest, or I could go to my financial advisor and, and yours might be one of the funds that they pick for my...
1: Yeah, service. exactly. And um, obviously, it, if, if you do it directly, then, then, then it, it's... it's it, 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 the one thing we can't tell you is is whether it suits your particular sure. circumstances. Yep. So so we so so that's why some people go. You no know, number of people go by their financial advisor to make sure that it fits their own uh, risk profile and, and and that they've got a full understanding of, of the implications. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. So I think one of the things that puts people off uh, moving money or doing the research is that it this element of greenwashing and this concern that we're being sold something, you know, and unless we spend two days doing all the research into all the different companies, ultimately our money might not be supporting companies that we necessarily kind of agree with their values and things. How, um, what are the checks and balances, I guess, that you guys have in place to make sure we can trust you?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really good question because it's it's such a complex area. There's so many different ways of thinking about this. So uh, the the industry for sustainable investing or investing responsibly. I mean, it's it's there's a blizzard of names that it yeah. has before anything else. So you know, it's it's incredibly confusing. And people call it ethical investing, responsible investing, socially responsible investing. ESG is a term that people use a lot. stands for environmental, social, and governance analysis. Yeah. Uh, most recently, people talk a lot about impact investing, and uh, and I guess um, you know the, 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 it's it, consumers. People need help to work out what the different things mean. In the simplest terms, you know, ethical investing refers typically to applying ethical screens to make sure that you're not investing in uh, products or services that, uh, that that conflict with people's uh, ethical criteria. Mm. Um, you know which might be screened which might involve screening out most commonly uh, industries like tobacco or mm-hmm. armaments or, uh, or pornography or, 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 or gambling and that sort of thing that, that people feel they, they, they really don't want to have yeah. that money investing in companies that they feel um, are causing harm
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, ESG or environmental social and governance analysis tends to approach um, uh, this question slightly differently. They, rather than focusing on the product that companies sell, they tend to focus uh, on, on how companies are run. You know, is, does the company treat its staff well? Mm-hmm. Does the company um, uh, manage its own environmental footprint? Does it have uh, the right kind of governance in place? Um, does it manage its supply chain relationships? Yeah. Um, no, uh, which uh, which no, it, it are all important things as well. Um, but it can be quite complex for people to cut through what's, what's meaningful to them or what's uh, material from a financially successful yeah. perspective. Because, you know, lots of people would argue that companies that do these things well um, are also quite good quality companies. The companies that manage their business well and manage their relationships with stakeholders in their business, be it communities, the environment, their employees and their customers. Um, will be well-managed businesses per se, and that can lead you to higher-quality businesses. So, yeah. so there's, there's good reasons why it's important, but it's quite um, technical uh, and difficult to understand and explain. And it also means that that kind of analysis is often done on companies, as I say, without necessarily regard to uh, the products or services that they sell. Yeah. So you have some funds that are labelled as ESG funds, uh, which uh, can have, when people look under the bonnet, look at the holdings, can be a bit confusing if they um, have chosen the most uh, responsible oil and gas company or the most yeah. responsible tobacco company. <laughs> That's something that seems, I think, sometimes like a bit of a non-secretary in there. Um, yeah. that doesn't necessarily make um, sense to all. Um, so so then the most recent iteration, if you kind of you know, think of these as three waves, if you like, that first wave being ethical investing, which whose roots go back to the 70s, really, and even before that, Um, ESG investing became very popular in the 90s and 2000s. And most recently, um, this terminology about impact investing uh, has been the sort of third wave of interest in the space. And here we're turning back to interest again, I think, primarily in what the products and services are that we're investing in. Mm. Um, and really aligns with what we've been doing for the last, as I say, for for, for the last 15 years or so, is focusing on companies and services, which rather than just cutting out what companies that do harm, rather than just focusing on, 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 uh, on company processes and procedures, or you know, how companies are operated, but, but primarily focusing on companies that, that, that actively create positive and social and environmental value through the products and services that they sell. Um, because there's, you know, in, our, in our view, there's good investment reasons for doing that, because this is, you know, we, we see, for, for a whole multitude of reasons, a, a world that is in transition, uh to a more sustainable basis and that is going to have dramatic impacts on the shape of the global economy there will be winners and losers from that mm-hmm. transition and by focusing on companies uh which are uh which are part of the solution um we think that that is a is a is a, is a useful lens that helps us to focus on the companies uh that will be well positioned in that transition and that transit and that and that economic change that sort of that Significant process of, um, of, of change will will be actually be a, a good thing for those companies because they are part of uh, enabling and benefiting from that from that uh, that transition.
0: Yeah, and historically, there's been this talk of uh, an ethical premium or a green premium, or and this idea that by investing in uh, ethical companies, you're almost accepting that your returns will be lower. From what you're you've been saying there, it almost sounds like that's starting to flip on its head a little, and the companies that are actively helping this transition are actually going to be doing better because they're kind of what we need and where we're going. Is that is that right?
1: Well, that's certainly our view. Yes, and that's and and, and the starting point for our for for how we invest is that we're looking for companies that can grow in a world where growth is going to be increasingly difficult and mm. increasingly more difficult to find and certain industries will 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 suffer in that transition. Um, but so so there's a so, so there's a starting point that is 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 our our thesis, if you like, of what's happening in the world over the coming decades. Um, and 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 so given that lens, where do we want to um, where, where do we think that our our own money and our and our investors' money is is best um, is best invested.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, we also, you know, we also think that comp- the companies that we invest in, um, we want to see them well managed and high quality companies as well. So, regardless of what industry they're in, we want to invest in high quality businesses. Mm-hmm. So, we still think that sort of what we call ESG analysis is is important to try and make sure that you know, even you have got a company that's that's involved in. In, 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 uh, in, in cleaner energy or resource efficiency or water management or education uh, being the, some of the themes that we invest in, being good markets to invest in. But we want companies that you know, are, are still thinking about their own footprint uh, mm-hmm. in, that, in, in that context because that'll lead us to the, the better quality opportunities.
0: Yeah. So as, you know, Joe blogs or whoever, Jen blogs, <laughs> Uh, wanting with a pot of money maybe or some savings that wanting to invest what sort of questions should we be asking what things should we be looking for what things should we be avoiding if we're looking to almost kind of do no harm with our money
1: yeah um well i think you know as i say a, a route is to go No, you know that increasingly a lot of the financial advisory community of you know, seeing that more of their customers are are um are interested in these things, and so, uh, and it's going to become increasingly mandatory for financial advisors to ask these questions of their, of their of their of their investors of their clients to make sure that they have 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 asked clients these questions.
0: So um, I think yeah, and um, we we've recently been looking into this and trying to move our money. and And a couple of years ago, when we were setting up some yeah. savings and things, we you know we had that the the typical kind of risk assessment profile of you know how how much how risky you want your profile to be but um having wanted to move our money into more positive impact investing recently there was a whole new kind of ream of questions that we that we had to go through some of which you know i had never even thought of and it but it becomes very difficult i can imagine that looking at that set of questions or feeding into a computer or whatever you might not necessarily get the the results that somebody anticipated when they were answering them does that make sense?
1: Yes, absolutely. That can be absolutely true, and uh, uh, um, and it's very difficult to sort of tailor, um, you know, uh, everyone's. You know, so, so some people come up with this question, but saying I've got a specific issue that's really important to me, and I I really want to want my money to focus on mm. that particular issue, and it is possible to do that, but that that can often mean that 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 uh, that one's investing in a narrower part of the market.
2: Sure.
1: I think a lot of investors come from this come to this though as a as a. Uh, in a more generalist way, in a less specific way, of mm-hmm. feeling like, I don't want my money to do harm. I'd yeah. like my money to be put to work uh, to support good things to happen and uh, to invest in in the world that we want to see, the world I want to retire in. Mm, that yeah. can be quite a sort of non-specific, quite high-level kind of ambition. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so, so quite how financial advisors ask these questions is, is, you know, can sometimes channel people down to quite specific answers and away from that generalist ambition, if you like. Right. Well, the key thing I think, if you're looking at, you know, if anyone's looking at um, their investments, is to is to be able to look at, you know, the underlying holdings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's why I think in this whole space, this whole area of um, of investment, then transparency is a really core um, sort of really, really, really important discipline. Uh, yeah. We've always, for a long, long time, we've always, you know, from very, very early on, we we took the decision that we want we we would publish freely on our website or every holding in the fund.
0: So um, when you talk so, about holdings, just yeah. um, for people who aren't familiar with financial stuff, that's yeah. basically the the companies that you've put some you've invested yeah. some money and you've bought shares in, essentially. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So that, so that so the the, the fund owns um, uh, so currently fifty three companies, fifty three um, positions. In, in, which are, which is owning a bit of uh, 53 different companies mm-hmm. that are around the world that all fit across different themes that are related to our, our, yep. our quest for solutions uh, and all of those names are listed on our website so and with a description of what they do and why they're there so okay. so, so it's hopefully very accessible to people Definitely. Uh, to and be able to just download a very no it's not a long document it's a sort of three four-sided uh, sides of uh, uh, with with five lines on each company saying this is why what this company does and this is which theme it fits in and and, and so on so yeah. it, it's very easy but and and, um, and hopefully we make it easy for our investors that way um, it is uh, you know that that's not universal not everyone publishes that level of transparency um, we think it's important and other people are, are, are doing similar things yeah um, but everyone has to publish at least their top 10. Oh, okay. So their largest 10 positions. And that can be very uh, enlightening. So you can mm-hmm. get, so, so you, can, you should always be able to find quite easily the, large, the top 10 positions. Yeah. Um, ideally, I think everyone should be able to see every position and see whatever's hidden in there and understand you know, why every, every, yeah. every position's in the fund. Um, but at least you can look at the top 10. It'll give you some sense of a flavor of, you know, does this fund look like the kind of stocks I want, companies I want to sure. own? Um, is that what I expected from the way that that fund has been marketed or the way it's been branded? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and does that fit what I'm interested in? So it should, that should be a, a good starting point, I think.
0: Yeah. So can you give us some examples of those 53 companies that, that you've got, either some household names that we me- might recognise or, or do they all tend to be smaller names that because they're doing... I don't know, because they're emerging companies or names that we might not recognise. How does it work?
1: Um, well, we tend to... It, we, we invest globally. Mm-hmm. Um, so we invest in companies around the world. Um, and um, we invest across nine themes, uh, five of which are environmental themes and mm-hmm. four of which are social themes. So cleaner energy, environmental finance, resource efficiency, uh, uh um, sustainable transport, uh, water and water management, and then education, health, uh, well-being, and safety are the nine themes that we invest mm-hmm. in. Um, we tend to, because we're looking for companies that are doing that are specifically doing something positive. Yeah. Um, they tend not to be household names quite in the same way. Yeah. Um, so they're they're often companies that are um, that are that are in the value chain, if you like. Uh, but and 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 because it's global, um, they're not always going to be. Uh, that familiar to UK, sure. so so I mean I, I mean I, I'm just looking at the, the website to just uh, refresh myself. <laughs> whilst I'm talking to you, um, but uh, but uh, just trying to think which names might be might be um, uh, known to, to 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 people listening in the UK. Uh, but Kingspan is, is is perhaps a name that some people might recognise. Kingspan actually makes insulation materials. Oh,
2: okay.
1: So you might you know, you, you might have seen the name. Uh, uh probably on on the on, on the side of a building site somewhere right yeah um, yeah they make insulation panels that, uh, that, that that go into housing or go into buildings and help those buildings reduce their energy
2: consumption yeah.
1: um, and as, as building standards rise and it's a requirement to have to, to move to better mm. uh, energy consumption in buildings rise then that drives uh, their end the the demand for their for their product yeah um, so, uh, but a lot of them may be quite. Uh, so, so I'm thinking, thinking of there, there's some that are in the um, in the in the in the sort of car parts value chain. So, Heller is a German company, a mid-cap German company, um, that uh, that that has a focus on high-efficiency LED lighting and oh, okay. electronic products. And so, they they are involved in a lot of sensors, a lot of obviously lighting in in within yeah. cars, uh, which is using less energy, therefore using less fuel, whether it's battery or electric, battery electric or, or internal combustion. Energy. Yeah. Um, and also energy management components that they use as well, but so they, I doubt that many people would have heard of that heard of that business, but they clearly have a an important part of the supply chain those
0: yeah, yeah yeah those two that you've just mentioned are completely well they're probably not completely outside the box for you but you know if I think about investing in something that's uh going to be um You know, carbon neutral, or or helping us transition to carbon. I think about you know solar farms and wind turbines, and things like that. I would never in a million years have thought about LED lights in cars or insulation in buildings, actually But when you start to talk about that, it's like, oh yeah, actually, that's really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so, I mean, and and so there are companies we invest in do very interesting things. Uh, you know, I was going to mention a, a a sort of. A, a name from the social side of the business as well, or the social side of the fund as well. Given, I, I talked to two kind of that sit sit within a more a, a, a energy environmental mm. kind of process, and what I was going to mention was Varian Medical Systems, and Varian Medical Systems makes um makes equipment and services for treating cancer okay. uh, with radiation technology, and, yep. and 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 both clearly, you know, they they're they're at the cutting edge of of, uh, of technology in that space, and that's clearly very valuable for a for a. Um, a set of therapies for treatments for, for, for a, a disease that's becoming tragically more prevalent, but also mm-hmm. they've got a, uh, a significant focus on being able to develop um, therapies for treating cancers in children and also at lower cost to be able to depl- be deployed in emerging markets.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so when we think about you know, the positive impact or the mm. positive outcomes from the businesses that we invest in, you know, they can be quite varied um, and they can be both about you know, directly helping people, yeah, uh, and uh, but also uh, sort of often with an environmental uh, yeah. benefit as well. But but yes, and often you know, equipment suppliers or c- companies with um, sort of technologies that you wouldn't necessarily have heard of, and it, and it tends not to be actually, you know, that <coughs> most of the capital going into building wind farms and renewable energy, um, you know, although we have some investors there, investments there, we have a, an investment in a company that makes wind turbine blades yeah so they make the blades that go onto wind turbine oh, um, it's called tpi composites and but um uh but but actually a lot of the capital uh, that's building wind turbines or, or build, building wind farms is not in equity markets it's in different forms of finance it's in it's in infrastructure finance which right. is really available to funds like ourselves because it's not always liquid so it doesn't mean it means that Investors can't get their money in and out oh, okay. as, as, yeah. as readily, which means yeah. it's not really available to uh, sort of retail investors yeah. uh, or for institutional yeah. investors.
0: So I guess as a, as a consumer or as somebody, as a potential investor, there's almost, it sounds like, two, two levels of um, potential for greenwashing in that we could be greenwashed by an investment fund saying they're greener than they are. But also, there's a lot of research and due diligence that that we're trusting you with in terms that you're following up with these companies to make sure they're actually doing what they say they're doing as well.
1: Yeah. Yes. So there's there's kind of um, yes, you, you, that's a, that's a good way of framing it. There's a, so there's 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 what what do we own and does it match what we say we're going to be doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think transparency is kind of a, a useful tool in that, because if we went, if we decided that we were going to go and buy something strange that didn't really fit mm. you know, what we were going to do, we decide that no, we that we wake up one morning and, and, and decide we're going to buy a tobacco company <laughs> or something like that. It'll go, it go a bit bonkers that way. And, uh, and uh, or, or decided that we wanted to invest in the Saudi Aramco flotation or whatever that, um, that's that been happening at the moment. Um, then we, if we, because of the transparency that we've wrapped around it, we would do that in the full glare of public View, yeah. Um, because if we did, we'd then end up having to publish that, and it would go on our website, and then we get all sorts of incoming questions, and that sure. on its own. And I'd, I'd hope that it wouldn't be something we do anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: But but uh, but but the transparency is something that that, that helps. You no, know, you know, so add that discipline, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. On its own, case and then, but then more than that, you know, we need to have good governance systems. So we need to have. Good oversight um, of what we do, um, and so we do that in, in in a range of different ways. We have an internal um, set of uh, sort of checks and balances and oversight. And, uh, um, uh, I, I chair, I co-chair what's called our investment and risk committee um, internally. and We meet monthly. I, I don't sit on the, I'm not on the investment team. That's um, run by my other partners, Ted and Sam. Um, uh, but but it, but it means that we we have a, an internal governance. Uh, meeting once a month um, it, which is kind of involved in holding each uh, uh, hold, being held to account um, but we also have external and 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 uh, external and independent governance as well so um so we have we ha- have what we call an, an independent investment advisory committee uh, that's staffed with people who know the sustainable investing industry very well so're they people who've had long careers in this area of 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 investment and Mm -hmm. and finance, Um, and uh, and they come three times a year, and we sit down and have a long week meeting with them. And part of that meeting is explicitly about going through all the holdings of the portfolio and specifically any changes, uh, and saying, "Well, are all these holdings what we expect? Do they match?" Yeah. And uh, and so we have to justify every holding in the fund, not just through transparency of publishing it on our website, but in in a in a meeting with independent advisors and experts who who are there to say is that really solving a sustainability challenge that's not that sounds like a straightforward uh um definition but actually it's quite complex yes Um,
2: yeah
1: but but uh, and um and i'll give some examples of why it can be complex in a a moment um but uh but but uh but the the we then take that governance and and align it with transparency as well so Mm -hmm. So we then publish the minutes of that meeting,
2: Okay. So yeah. we have
1: an independent advisory committee, they meet with us, they challenge us, they hold us to account, um, and that doesn't just happen behind closed doors, it happens in a way that we then publish the minutes of that meeting. Yeah. So that creates a, a sort of a unique kind of level of, um, sort, of, a, sort, of sort of a wrap around that government. Yeah. Yeah. Process though. And that gives, you know, so that's, that's, that's our route. I'm sure it's not the only route to, to try to make sure that we're consistent with what we do.
2: Yeah.
1: And, then we, you know, so we, and, and then a lot of, so this, I talked earlier about this idea around uh, impact investing. And one of the commitments that people make uh, around impact investing is, is to measure and report. And so we put a lot of emphasis, a lot of resource into uh, our reporting. On, and we have a whole microsite on our website. Which is about uh, how we have tried to measure, and manage, and monitor um, our the impact that our underlying portfolio companies are having.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, how do we? How do we? Um, uh, so, 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 what do we mean by you know, how much carbon is being avoided, or how much yeah. renewable energy is being produced, uh, and um, and how intensive is that? You know how how much are we is are we, is that impact affecting the right people and, uh, and and actually living up to that promise of looking for companies that are solving global challenges? And so yeah. that reporting mm-hmm. uh, adds another level of kind of discipline and, and gives consumers uh, an insight into what we're doing as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: That's yes, we go.
0: Well, I was going to say, so as, as um, investors or potential investors, you said to look for transparency and to... Um, you know, looking at whether there is any reporting on the impact that those investments are having. Any other tips for people to to look out for to help them to make the right choices for them?
1: Um, I think it's you know, something that well, so there's, there's there's reporting and there's communication, and there's transparency, there's governance um, that that we've talked about. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing I I talk about sometimes is alignment. So you know, do do the do the managers eat their own cooking? Right. Like. Okay. Uh, you, know, you always want to go to a restaurant where the chef eats his own cooking. <laughs> own cooking. Um, and, um, and, uh, and so, you know, do, do, do the, the investment managers put their own money in the fund alongside their clients?
0: So How do you cool. find that out?
1: Well, that's a good. Uh, yes, that's, <laughs> that's probably more that requires a financial advisor to go and find that out and dig around on it. Right. We made a. We made a. You know, the partners uh, here at where we made a, a sort of fairly. Uh, you know, we made a, an open commitment to do that. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, and so, but I think it's kind of, you know, it's part. It's part of all the, these things of trying to make sure that alignment, mm. you know, good alignment, good governance, good, good transparency alongside each other.
0: So you've um, got your money um, invested in your own fund. Yeah, like it's where the majority
1: sense. of my pension is, and the majority of my savings are, um, is in our own fund. Oh, and that's any new money right. that, <laughs> that I put aside, it goes in there as well.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and so, so, so if we do badly, then I, you know, then yes. I feel it too. <laughs> um, and if we do well, then, then then hopefully I feel it too as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so but, but as you say, that that's probably um, not the easiest thing to find out. Might need a financial advisor to be able to find that out. Yeah. Um, other things to, to you know, I think it, you know, hopefully it, you know it's it's kind of clear descri- clear descriptions of of, of what people are doing. I think, I think financial services firms can communicate in a very convoluted and uh, uh, and, and, and jargon-filled way with their clients. It's yeah, yeah. you know, something that you know, I don't think we're, we're perfect at by any means at all, but you know, if we can find clearer ways of trying to explain what we're trying to do and why, um, then I think that's really important. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I think one of the things that you know, we, we, I think fund managers are very focused on trying to um, explain, you know, or say what they do and how they do it and how it's cleverer than the next guy. Yeah. They very rarely say why they do it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we spend a lot of time, uh, uh, you, know, we, we, you know, we're very, we're a mission oriented or mission. Um, uh, our business starts from our mission. Mm-hmm. If you like. um, so so our, our business mission, which was co-written by the whole team, um, uh, which sounds more complicated than it is. There are only nine of us, um, but, uh, so, but but we but we, we you know it was written you know, with everyone involved in, in in the process of of getting to ten words. Oh um, wow! And those ten words are to advance sustainability and to create prosperity through positive impact investments. And so, it. you
2: know,
1: it, 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 it's it's short. I'm not sure whether it's exactly pithy, but uh, <laughs> but, it, but it but it is. You know, when you think about it, it, is hopefully quite clear that we we want to. Have a positive impact as a business. We want to. We want to be part of advancing the agenda toward the, the, the economy. Have a, have a have our place in the process of creating a more sustainable economy, and and to create prosperity, to create wealth for our customers, to create yeah. uh, you know, to to to, uh, to, to generate uh, a prosperous future in in all its different meanings. And the medium through which we do that is through making impact uh, investments that are in positive impact. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, so 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 that then becomes a sort of starting point of why we do these things and uh, and that can be quite a useful encapsulation that 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 then leads on to how we you know how we, how we how we act in other places.
0: Yeah, so so I guess um, for us as as investors looking at you know what is the company's why is the company's why purely to make as much money as it can for its investors or is there something Beneath that, which, as you say, is is driving a bigger mission, and I think most people looking at ethical investments will very much be looking to find out what that why is. So I think if you you guys have done, if you can make that as prominent and clear as possible, that's really helpful.
1: And a good mark of that is the um uh is 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 the B corporation certification. I was just
0: going to ask you, yeah, I was just going to say to you about that because I I love B corp and I think it's a really brilliant um kind of standard and badge but over here in the uk it's not i don't think hugely recognized by the general public so can you just explain well, yeah. to people what that is and and i guess the, the things that you've had to do to ensure you get that certification
1: yeah it's a it i mean b corporation started in the us as as, as you'll know um and, and and it's really it's a it's a global movement of businesses uh, that, are, that are basically focusing on business as a force for good.
2: Mm.
1: It's across all sorts of sectors, and it's basically about... It's a standard, the B Corporation's certification uh, is a standard of, of how businesses are run to, 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 to live that ambition that mm. business should be a force for good, uh, that should be about creating a better society, a better a better environment. Um, and so it looks at all aspects of how we run our own business and, and holds us to account. On that, as part of the certification of process, and and to uh, and to finally actually become a certified B corporation, you actually have to embed that thinking into your corporate form, into your deed, or into your articles of association as a business. Mm,
0: it's all um, quite rigorous, isn't it? The it's the, very yeah it's, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a very rigorous process, and but it's a great community, and it is you know it's newer in the UK than in the US, but it's global. Uh, there are B corporation movements across uh, most parts of the world now. Mm-hmm. I think there are three and a half thousand uh companies that have certified around the world i think i, I heard there's something like eighty thousand businesses though that have engaged with what's called b lab which is the sort of starting point of the oh, wow. certification process yeah. so its reach is, is is a lot wider than just those that have got all the way through to certification
2: yeah but it's yeah. also
1: it, it's beginning to see greater recognition um, i'm not sure if it's still, it, i mean the, 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 i think it's still up actually there is i think waitrose have have or had a, uh, a, a virtual uh, B corporation aisle, so you could go.
0: Yes, yes, uh, they, I think they did a little B corporation well. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. On on their on their website, um, and, and look for products that came from B Corp certified companies. Um, I think Unilever now owns three uh, owns ten B corporations. Oh, really? Corporations uh, within its structure. Uh, Danone North America is planning to certify, um, and Patagonia is a well known B corporation. Yes. Yeah. So there's some quite well-known businesses that have done it. A lot of them are quite small businesses, but it's a very fast growing community and it's a great mark of you know, what, what is, what is felt to be a high bar for, yeah. for how businesses do live out that ambition. Um, and, and it's great. It's a great, um, um, collaborative, um, group of businesses. We, you know, I, I did a, I did an event yesterday actually with four other B corporations that are in the financial services industry. Um, and uh, you know, talking to talking to a group of other uh, investment and financial services businesses about why they should think about it and why they should collaborate over it. Uh, so we we, you know, we it's a good forum for uh, companies working together.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think traditionally the perception has been of the financial industry that you know that it's it's only interested in one thing. And actually, to hear that there are did you say three or four. Financial institutions that are now B Corp registered is is quite um, quite nice, really, to know that that there are other organisations out there concerned about people and planet as well as just pure profit.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a there's a it's a building community and there's a and there's there's increasing momentum and it's a good way. Yeah, that's another way that Mark is, and perhaps another way that consumers can start to pick out the know the, the the authentic if you like from the greenwash
0: yes yeah definitely so where can people come and find out more about um your fund and can have a dig around into your holdings and have a look for that transparency and things where where do we send people
1: uh well there's 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 hopefully it, hopefully our website is very easy to navigate okay <laughs> um, cool. and that's and that's uh that's webgroup.com and it's WHEB, isn't it? Yeah, it's WHEBgroup.com. Um, Fabulous. And if you if you look up, I, I mean, I think hopefully if you look up WHEB, it comes up fairly fairly yep. high on the search rankings. Anyway, um, and and we're, you know, we're generally, you know, we generally as we're pretty well known to an increasingly wide group of financial advisors and, and wealth managers and the like, uh, and we're and we're available on a lot of the platforms um, as you know a, a alongside others in this space.
0: Yeah, so people can point their financial advisors to your fund and say, does this tick my yeah. boxes, you know, as, as as far as you're aware. Um, and can people also ask questions directly of you?
1: Yes, they can. I mean, the, 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 uh, and the, the caveat, as I said, as we said at the, at the very beginning, is we can't advise people. We can't tell sure. people whether or not this is the right investment.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because we only do one thing and we don't do advice. <clears throat> um so so if, if people you know want advice on, on on what is suitable for them then they yeah. really should see seek financial,
0: financial advisor yeah. we yeah. can
1: answer questions direct questions on on on, on what we do and, and how to etc
0: um
1: so 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 yes they can get in touch with us um and, and we, t- we we hope to be so reasonably uh you know we hope to be accessible as well we run we run two events uh in the year we run a, a christmas investor team we call it which we do a sort of year-end review for clients which, oh, nice. which everyone's welcome to run you know, a we run an open door on um, that's coming up on the 9th of December but the bigger event that we do is our summer uh, annual investment conference which again we, we we want to be open and accessible to all of our investors you know, large and small um, and, and, uh, and 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 there we you know we, we, we uh, talk through some of the themes that we're focusing on and, and hope to lift a lid on on, on, on what we do uh, and so uh, if, if people sign up to our newsletters on our website and sign up to follow uh, what we're doing yeah. then, they, then they can get then they can see where the dates for that come up and, and, and how to, how to, how to register to come along.
0: Brilliant well thank you so much for sharing that with us and I think the key message certainly that I'm taking home is is that transparency is looking for that um, and I think that applies to all areas of, of sort of ethical and sustainability is, is looking for that transparency. And can you actually see how can you make sure that people are doing what, what they're doing without having to do too much digging, which it sounds like you guys are doing very well. Yeah. So um, so thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for spending time. Um, it's been, been been great to chat.